Oh, I was just giving you a thumbs up to tell you that we're recording. If I just start going like, are you ready for my... <laughs> just tell cold, me, Jared. Just tell straight me you cold hear, turkey Tell me you want to hear my... Yeah, let's do it. You found your your uh, coffee tumbler. I did. I just wanted to. You told me that earlier. And yeah, I to... it was really funny because I was. It was literally my keyboard case, and I I have literally no idea what I was thinking when I put it in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, why? It's also funny that you even we even were talking about that. Yeah, and then you just found that. But I I just wanted. Yeah, I wanted the closure for myself that you found it. <laughs> yeah, and it, I'm proud of you. It's like it's nice to have it, but I'm also like annoyed a little because we like already bought new ones. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god. What? But then, if you have a friend or something, you can. It is kind of nice because, like, if one is dirty, I don't have to. Or like... you could be very uh, extra and <laughs> drink water out of it. Yeah, well, and I have do it that. at perfect temp. Do I you drink do, water? I do out that of it? sometimes. Oh, okay. I'm like, I don't want coffee, but I need something to yeah. transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. I have a separate water one because I don't like buying like bottled water from the store because it's just like super wasteful with yeah. plastic stuff. So, I I try to like only transport water if I have something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have reusable. The, I have the REI, the blue one that is just exclusively water. That's awesome. And it is it is better to have like a only water thing yeah. because. That is the downside is my Kinto kind of tastes like coffee. So everything that goes yeah, in yeah. it that's not coffee kind of tastes a little weird. Yeah, that's why I, I am hesitant to go with that one. Well, Chris, do you want to intro this bad boy? Oh, God. I don't even know how to intro number two. How, how do you intro? I don't know. Second episodes. Uh, I guess like, thanks for tuning into Low Stakes Podcast. This is going to be episode two. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. So, um, what I have for you today, Chris, I thought long and hard about it after you reminded me today, earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That we were doing this? Yes, because I was like, oh, it's my turn to do that. And me, classically, overthinking, I'm like, this is supposed to be so easy and like stressing out about it a little bit. But I finally landed on something totally didn't google like suggestions or anything at all yeah that's a lie i did that's but good. this wasn't any of them this okay. is all original for me yeah um what's the what's your favorite aspect of living in a southern state now oh that's a great question yeah i want to start by saying that my picking the idea of talking about fruit took three seconds and like no thought at all but it was that's just, right before you came i went i wonder what jared's favorite fruit is <laughs> your uh, brain is like so much more naturally tuned into that kind of thought process but i like i like your question more it poses uh a couple different ways of approaching it uh so we've been here almost four years um i think living out here is 
fun because, well, I think a few different things. One, I think that like, it's really fun living somewhere that's more chill than California, which can be kind of a medium stakes. <laughs> In term, okay, driving actually is big for me. Even though people will be like, oh, then, you know, and people always complain about driving wherever you live. But I think that people drive really slow out here. Oh, and wow. I generally like driving on the slower side. So when people are like, everyone drives so slow, I'm like, I actually really like that a lot. Gotcha. I feel like that's cool. Something we notice that's way different out here than out West from our experiences is that like people in general are nicer and they actually asking someone how their day is or something like that is actually, you'll get like an honest response and it's not someone being annoyed or something. Gotcha. Which is really weird because in California. Yeah. Or, I was going to ask like, so give us an example of what, cause I, I literally haven't lived anywhere else but here. So I don't know what that would be so like. So if you're like walking, if you're walking on the sidewalk and you were to like, if the person's crossing past you and you were to look, like smile or say, Hey, they would probably roll their eyes or just totally what? dodge you. That's, that's, that's pretty nuts. normal. I feel like it would be odd. You'd be out of place being like, Hey, that's that. so weird. And same with in like restaurants or stuff like that, that having hospitality, I think it actually like makes people not trust you for some reason more. It's a really weird. That but is I really always, crazy to me. What's funny is like, I've always been drawn to wanting to be like, have those conversations with people or like be super hospitable and so coming when we came out here and we were visiting we always were like this is so cool like everyone being really nice is awesome wow so yeah i think that people being really nice is cool because generally for the most part people are really nice and really care and then i think that the slow pace you know sometimes sure it's not super fun but i think it's nice because you can live depending on where you live, us living in Nashville, like we can have a fun city that isn't slow paced. But, you know, if we want to day to day have a chill life with really awesome friends, that feels easier than I think it would have been somewhere else. So that, that to me is like a big, a big distinction between West coast and then Gotcha. Living in the South. That's really cool. I think that's, I wanted, I knew I wanted to ask you this question because yeah. I was like, you actually have perspective that isn't of a person who has only experienced this. And just like, I never would have realized that it's weird to be like, like nod your head or like wave at someone as you're yeah. walking down the street. To me, it's weird if I don't, I feel weird if I don't do that. Yeah. I'm like, I feel weird because I'm like actively ignoring this other person. Yeah, I think... And they'd also know that. Like, I think people are are in such a weird, almost like rush that they don't really care about you. Like, I, I need to get from point A to point B and it doesn't matter who is, who's going to stop me from getting there. And I think that 
that's a difference. Someone would take that. I remember when we first moved out here and I was pumping gas in, we were actually like just in Kentucky, right outside of Tennessee. And this dude like pulls over and he sees, he's like, Oh, you're from California. And he's like, he just starts talking to me over. And, <laughs> and I remember I was like, that would never happen in no California way. ever. If wow. someone started talking to you, you would be actually concerned for your life. Oh God. Yeah. Like I, I, I think you would think you're be, like that you're going to be mugged you're, or something. Wow. Not low stakes. Jeez. I kind of do feel that when I go to like bigger cities or other cities in different places, like it has a way different vibe, but yeah, I always just assumed that was like a, this is a big city and everyone's kind of in a rush. So you've, you guys never moved out of Tennessee, right? No, I grew up in like a very small town and then just have lived in the middle Tennessee area my whole life. Yeah. So when did you move to Nashville? so bad with that stuff uh, uh when did i graduate college 2019 my wife is waving at me that it's 2019 that's good uh yeah so three years ago i feel like that's too short though i feel like a what oh That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, mo- I lived in Murfreesboro first. And that's why it feels like I've... But I spent a lot of time here because I yeah. was already working in Nashville. So that's what it feels like mentally I've lived yeah. here longer. But yeah, I guess it was just three years ago. When did you guys move here? We were coming up on uh, four years. Dang, you've actually lived in Nashville longer than me. That's crazy. That is really weird. Yeah, um, it's crazy that it's been four years for us. Because I, I lived in California my whole life, basically similar to you, just surrounding cities. Yeah. That's so. so oh, man. So what, what is your least favorite part of Southern culture, oh, being in a Southern state? I think not like, I, I think that some of the surrounding states can be a little boring. Mm. So... I think sometimes that's a bummer because you're landlocked. Yeah. And I'm trying to be as like general cause, cause there's not a lot. I, I couldn't be like, well, I don't really like the barbecue or, you know, something like that is <laughs> <laughs> people would kill me. But yeah. Um, so like all of those things are really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that I do miss the variety of like, a lot of art museums or something like that, you know, where you're relying on this here, you have to rely on the biggest close city to you and whatever that resources are there. That's the only resources you have, but in other places in the country, you can kind of find other resources in other cities or it's like you know, more diversified, more not diver- just like yeah. centralized in very large cities. I guess. Yeah. 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 And yeah. You could be like, okay, well let's do the trip to San Francisco or something. And you could probably do that out here. But again, it just feels, feels like the surrounding States. I don't know enough about, and I, they're really rooted in a lot of culture. So I don't know that someone that hasn't lived here a long time can really like, appreciate Alabama or Kentucky. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, 
but I don't know. I mean, what about you? Did you, how do you feel in regards to other states surrounding Tennessee? Does that Matt, it, does it, a lot of it all encompass the culture? Or? Man, that's, that's actually a great question. Cause Alabama, it actually does have some cool stuff there, but there's almost never been a moment where I've been like, I want to go to Alabama. Like, I've never had a moment where I thought that, and it was also my choice to do that and wanted to. Did you guys ever go to Alabama growing up? I I went once for a Boy Scout trip. Okay. And that was actually super fun. We stayed the night on a battleship there. It's a retired battleship called the USS Alabama. And it's a it's thing a really clever do. name. It, I know. It's so great. <laughs> uh, it's a really fun to like Boy Scout thing you can do. You can just stay the night on the ship. That's actually really cool. It was so sick. We played like the most insane game of hide and seek that you can imagine. Yeah. Because you can like literally go anywhere in this battleship. That's crazy. And you're the only people on it. Yeah. So Dude, yeah. Where, where did you guys go to vacation? Because uh, that's what I'm thinking about too. Oh. You know, like we're used to going to the right the beach or whatever you know oh type of thing that you want to go to so where did your family what was in in terms of the closest place that you would vacation it was typically florida okay yeah that's us like kind of dodging alabama and going to florida instead i don't love i we went to the beach after that uss alabama trip with the boy scouts and I don't know if it was in, that in one. Yeah, I don't know if it was that one specific beach we went to, but it was not great. I hated that beach. Yeah, because that's the closest beach to us, right? Is yeah, Alabama. It is. Um, yeah, we would always just go to Florida. Not, I don't know. I think if you, <laughs> not to crap on Alabama, but I think if you have the resources and the time to just take a vacation and go to the beach, Florida is probably a better option if you're yeah. on this half of the United States. Yeah. So that's yeah. Unless you're that. wanting to be really secluded, because I have heard that Alabama beaches are really cool because there's not a ton. It's not super populated. The beach we went to in Florida, though, it was it was not a private beach, but there were never more than like our family and like a couple of other people on it. Yeah, don't Ever. don't go to a beach in California. I, I would hate that. It's like it's a sea of people. That's really it, so terrible. It's to actually, me. when people want to go there, and they're, they they'll say that it's it's really relaxing and not stressful. I'm like, which beach are you going to? Because yeah, seeing I so many people, like there there are some cool semi private ones that are that are fun, but even those ones, I think people have picked up on it. And so I can't even imagine now, I'm sure, I'm sure it's really hard to find a public beach that isn't like filled with people, but probably Florida and Florida's so much of it is beach, you know, it's yeah. got the whole panhandle or whatever. But. Yeah. That's man. That's a whole other conversation. Beaches. I hate them actually, but Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm one of those like tactile people that can't stand having like things on them. Like my hands cannot be dirty. So yeah. like, my face cannot, like even if I'm eating something super messy, I will literally wipe my face after every bite because I cannot handle it like being on my skin. So 
So sand yeah. and water. Mm-mm. It's a terrible combo have for you, me. Have you watched uh, the prequel Star Wars movies? I have. Are you familiar with Anakin's famous line in episode two about not liking sand? Is this, is this ringing a bell? Uh, no, it's not. He, I, he has <laughs> known as like one of the worst lines in a movie. Where he's like, <laughs> I don't like sand. Like he, he, <laughs> it's supposed to be this really, I guess, oh my special moment between him and Padme. And he's complaining about sand and that it's too coarse and it gets everywhere. That's basically. Just, uh, you, so you I'm, are, I'm you are in Anakin in that very specific scene. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll accept that. I yeah. hate it so much. Yeah, yeah. Sand's annoying. Um, Plus, I just I sunburn so badly. Like, even when I was a lifeguard, it would literally take me the entire summer season to get a tan. And that it's because I had to like do it so incrementally so I wouldn't just burn and then not be able to do my job. Yeah. It's sunburns aren't, aren't great. I feel like I always got sunburns camping because of the beach. Everyone takes it really serious. But for some reason, when you go camping, nobody cares. And then you get a really bad sunburn. But Mm. yeah, I think that if you plan it well, a beach trip can be great. Unless like, like you're saying, unless you hate, if you hate sand, yeah, it's that's the, that's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare scenario. Yeah, dude. It it was like weird growing up because the rest of my well, I wouldn't say the rest of my family because my other brother, one of my brothers, hates the beach too because of pretty much the same reasons. But everyone else in my direct family loves the beach, and we would go there often for vacation. So that was like when I was growing up and got old enough like teen younger teen years to be like i really don't like this but i'm also on vacation with my family and i like that but it's like this activity that we're doing that i hate and i'm kind of like forced to just go along with it yeah because i'm here yeah so that that was like a weird thing for me growing up but was that your main vacation spots for florida or did you ever do like Southern, like, did you ever go, oh, we're going to do Kentucky or whatever? No, no. Yeah. I, your statement about like surrounding states around Tennessee is very like, I think it's very true. There's not a ton. Honestly, like Tennessee is the state in this area that has the most going for it. I yeah. think because Nashville is here and like, I think hiking is something that is awesome to do in this half of the United States. And there's a lot of it in Tennessee, Yeah, but not a ton going to other directions. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just like caves in Kentucky. That's their big thing. Cause they have that like super long. Is that where, larger... is that mammoth cave? Is that in Kentucky? It is mammoth cave. Okay, and so all... I have been there. Oh, okay. Is I it, didn't know it, that was in Kentucky. Is it worth going to? Because we were we thought about going there on Christmas. It was. It's been so long. Like I can't remember. I just know that it's very touristy. Like yeah. it does not feel like a cave. Like you're not experiencing a cave the way a cave actually is. Yeah, because they have to light. You know, they put lights in it, and they you know obviously you have uh, to have a guide, and, and it's stuff super like that. safe. 
There's no, you do not feel risk at all. Yeah, if I'm going into a cave, I want to, I want to feel risk. So there's, there are caves. Uh, there's this place called Raccoon Mountain, another Boy Scout thing I did, but we stayed the night in it. That's, is this in Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. I think, pretty sure, could be wrong, but it was really, really fun. Um, I'm looking it up while you're saying And the place that we like stayed inside the cave wasn't dangerous at all, but like you actually could go exploring the cave. Okay. There were like parts of the cave where if you weren't like careful, you would get stuck and it would be like nigh on impossible to unstick yourself. Okay. So it's in Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was pretty close to here, but that was really, really fun. Um, yeah, got to do a lot of cool stuff like that in the yeah. scouts. So, oh man, I think I'll hit my like favorite and least favorite parts of living here. Yeah, um, it's it's weird because I wish I had a little bit of a different perspective of like something to compare it to. But man, I think for me the best part of like growing up in a southern state and also continuing to live in one, not moving somewhere else. Um, just like the overall community that I have here is so supportive and strong that it's it's just awesome. Like I can go every Sunday and like see my parents. Yeah. It's it's a blast to just like hang out with them on Sundays and um yeah, just I have a super great community here of friends and like coworkers or coworkers that are also friends and stuff. So yeah. that is like worth its weight in gold. So that's I don't I don't know if I love like living in the south. I think if I'm like a west coast Seattle kind of person in in my heart. Yeah. Um it's also like being allergic to literally every single thing in the outdoors kind of like negatively impacts your view of living in a state like this. Yeah. So that's rough for me, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I think it's really the people and that's kind of like similar to what you were saying, you know, in a way, like how friendly people are willing to be and genuine people are willing to be, even if they don't really know you. I think yeah. that's like a really, really cool part of being here. People are just more friendly in general. Yeah, well, and they're willing to have conversations that aren't that don't feel just like vapid. Um, when Cassidy and I were had a few days off in Chattanooga, we were talking to a bartender, a lady that knew other people we knew, and that's like just a totally different city. But I think those types of conversations. I don't know that we would really have those in at least back home. And I feel like it's hard to have in, in a lot of other cities, but there's, there's a, that's a part of the culture hmm. specifically surrounding kind of the middle Tennessee. I, you know, I don't know the, I don't know rural Tennessee and I don't know like Memphis or any of that, but I'm assuming generally speaking, that's a big part of it is, wanting to have actual conversations with people and yeah i've i've noticed that in in every aspect in working in food service here versus mm. california it's i mean just night and day wow you know 
and then you get tourists, but that that's fine because I think they there's an assumption on how to like I I'm I'm sure you could like Google someone would be like, How do I fit in in Nashville when I visit? And I'm sure like they would be like, make sure that you're, you know, Southern Charm or whatever. But so it's good that they have that association with the like hospitality thing. Cause I think it, it makes it so generally the people that come out are going to want to like embrace that, which is cool. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think my least favorite part of being in a Southern state is, uh, I think it's so, I think it's a people, people assume that you think like them. Yeah. More often than not, like, than when I've been to other places in the world and they're so much more, like, willing to just embrace people the way they are. Yeah. And not, they, they, their first thought isn't just like, I, I'm just going to assume that this person's the same as me. Yeah. And I, I think that's like something that people do a lot here. Yeah. That I've noticed. And it's very weird to people when you say something that's like, oh, wow, they actually have a different belief system than me. Yeah. And it's very jarring because yeah. people are so used to being in a like Southern bubble. Yeah. I'll say. So. Yeah. I think you, it gets even stronger the more you get outside of downtown oh yeah you know definitely like nashville it feels so much different than anywhere else in tennessee yeah it is nashville has done a really good job of i think embracing other culture and like other kinds of people groups than like just the typical southern person that grew up around this area yeah so I think that's that's a really awesome thing about Nashville. But. Yeah, and I'll even say, like, our hometown, I feel like, echoes what you just said, too, which is, like, there's a mentality and there's an expectation that this is the type of person that comes out of this city or whatever or that would live here. And that's weird in general, and I, it's... Especially if you're not like super similar to people and most people aren't most people are just very different from each other there's just these you know yeah you can find things i think that's um, like but small town syndrome like why it happens at all it's yeah like close-minded like a lot of close-minded individuals kind of driving the bus yeah kind of it's like oh well there's not really room for people to be different in yeah places like yeah that. and it's like it's the association that we're attracting you know, oh, how, how we act attracts that type of yeah person or something like that. And I, the association that being a nice person is rooted in specifically like being in the South or being in rural Tennessee or something is, you know, is just not true. Because even us saying like we we identify with the culture of wanting to be hospitable mm-hmm. isn't because deep down inside we're Southern people. Like we're not, I'm not a Southern person. Right. I just value that a lot. And I think that living here is cool because that can shine more, I think, or something like that. I don't like the word shine. I don't like that. Idea, <laughs> that sounds super shine lame. is like one of those words that sounds like 
like a children's book like yeah. no matter how hard you try to make it not yeah like, no yeah I, mean that, I redact that i said shine no more shine no more shine <laughs> that's not that's not low stakes uh. my goal is to say to reference low stakes as much as possible. Oh, it is in say it's shine. Not, it's as not my, little it's, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the low stakes reference needs to be higher. Yeah. Shine needs to be lower. You keep saying shine though. Yeah, I've said it enough. We've said it enough. <laughs> oh, oh whoa, that mic's <laughs> gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think that was a pretty, pretty successful uh, deep dive into southern culture yeah and living in the south yeah that was nice i like that cool chris what (laughs) i have no idea what's going on yeah you don't know what i'm about to ask you at all Uh, what is uh what's uh one thing or one thing you're doing that has helped you this week so it's not this week (laughs) so it's not this week Okay. Now I was just thinking about it, or just in maybe general. Maybe this week. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe in general. In general, but I can count it as this week. Let me would... let me phrase the question the correct way, yeah. and then I, my brain has started working. Yeah. Uh, what is something that has made your life better? In, That's great. In, this week yeah, yeah. or or ever ever great. Yeah. Um, we were off off recording talking. What is it, what would the term for that be? Off air, I guess. Off air. Off air, we were talking about uh, happiness. And then it made me think of this, and this came to my mind. So there's a great book, Happiness by Design. Read it if you like being happy, unless you don't, and that's okay. Uh, And in the book, he talks about that um, people often think of happiness as a... The ice cubes are good. <laughs> People often think of happiness as a like a bank that you invest into. Mm. This is the example you use. So like, I'm going to be really unhappy now so I can be more happy later. Yeah. And more happy later isn't, it doesn't exist like that. It doesn't function like that. But mm. he, I, I think just the way and how we view the future, we often can sacrifice Sorry, that's my fridge going crazy. Oh, yeah, that was a crazy sound. Uh, you can sacrifice happiness more than you need to or should because you're so focused on, I'm going to be really not happy now for the thing later. And and they can co happiness now and the thing later can coexist mm. is the is the idea. So uh, reevaluate everything. In your life. Wow, that sounded like a statement. Reevaluate <laughs> you everything should in your life, Jared. Reevaluate. But if if you if those things aren't coexisting, that's when you take the moment to say, Okay, how do I reevaluate these aspects and how do I continue having happiness and purpose while continuing to grow? Uh, and that stuck with me for forever. So that that one is something that I don't think about as much as I should, but we were talking about it and it reminded me of that. So that's huge. That's, that's a big, that's something that I think is a cool thing that made my life better. That's sick. I think that made my life better hearing (laughs) that. That's awesome. 
Happiness by Design by the the guy. I can't by, remember his uh, name. Look it up on Amazon or something. By, yeah, yeah, yeah. We accomplished uh, episode two. Episode two, everybody. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Cool. Uh, low stakes. Wow. <laughs> we did not sound excited ending it. I'm excited. This is exciting. Yeah, this is nice. This is so, so good.